0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: This is a very wrong thing to say, but did, did any of y'all watch him in the fall? Where he plays the serial oh, killer? Oh, 100%. I and waited I
2: was... on him several times, by oh, the way. yes! You
1: told me that he's a very lovely, friendly, he's, sexy man.
2: He's a very lovely, like, just... He had to wait for a really long time for his table and he was so chill about it and just drank really good wine. I don't know what nice. the fall is.
1: You should watch it. Yes, it's, the first
2: season is clutch. The second season gets a little like. A little rough. Yeah. That but doesn't tell me anything. Jillian Anderson, it's yes. an
1: a, uh, Ireland based. Um, yeah. He's a,
2: he's a serial she killer. Does, she's an exceptional she, Irish accent. Un-
1: fucking believable acting from Julian Anderson but anyways you will watch it and you're like I want him to kill me and then after I'm dead oh, yeah. I want him to paint my, my toenails mm. and bathe me mm. Mm. And, yep the whole thing delicious and you're like will
3: do yeah i'd like I my be final moments for those things to happen to me though <laughs> i
2: want to know am right, like,
3: dead when someone that? starts to groom me you do all that on a beautiful shit you kill level me? And worship me. I don't want to be dead. I want to be able to be alive and wit and fucking feel it. Yeah. It's not
2: fair. I I don't know. I'm not
3: going to watch this show.
2: It's a dark, dark world. I got to take what I can get.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. But you're not thinking about his needs. That's how he comes.
3: Oh, so it's my fucking fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Already.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you are trying to do
3: being a modern woman, but you better get past it. Oh, I want to feel my hair being brushed and my nail clippings being, I want to see them being saved in a jar. (laughs) Sorry for being a modern
0: woman.
1: <laughs>
4: Welcome
1: to Sidework Podcast, everybody. I'm your host,
2: Brooke Van Poplin. Hi, guys, I'm Andrea Wallace.
4: Hey, I'm Jocelyn Hughes. And
2: I'm Kyle June Williams.
1: Jocelyn, get off Instagram.
4: I'm not on Instagram. I'm sorry. I'm trying to arrange camping details. Can you do it when we're done recording? Yes, I'm responding that we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Are you terrified of the quakes? Yeah. Well, if you're out yeah. there, I mean, it would be cool if the Earth just opened and you fell into a hole. I mean, other oh. than that, what's a tent gonna do? Just rustle around a
3: little bit. Yeah, like little I like little boulders. Going I'm not gonna
4: like camp under any boulders. That's, that's the for big sure. joke.
3: I'm surprised oh. no one's been making is how many bad vibes were around <laughs> the SoCal area this week.
2: I there were no bad vibes. People were far too casual. I've said this. I think that. I've lived through nine hurricanes and I'm upset at, at Los Angelinos not being more upset.
3: <laughs> because I, I, I heard it was even more chill in Palm Springs.
2: Dude, it was I was in a restaurant. I was at the front yard, which was delicious oh, and amazing. And that's when it and hurt. that's when the big one hit, and literally chandeliers swinging from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And when it was done, the entire restaurant clapped. Wow. Like it was a it sh- is t- god yeah. damn. Show Well, people don't know they what to do. They were universal.
3: Uh How about not clap? I, mean, I maybe agree. they were like, they were clapping because like that was it.
2: God damn it. We're trying to talk about <laughs> something serious, Brooke. <laughs> if you could just hold in your chair farts. <laughs> about the fart
3: chair. It would be really
2: such nice. a perfect fart sound. I'm trying to have a deep conversation and just contain the
3: chair farts. Again? <laughs>
4: <laughs> that vey. was perfect.
3: Oh, that's um, good. Brooke and I were in my backyard with the dogs. I saw your pool sloshing. Yeah, it sloshed. It turned into a wave pool. It was really kind of freaky. Stop! (laughs) Fourth of July, wake up!
1: Nano appears out of nowhere. He just like flies over a wall on his board. R.I.P. R.I.P. Nano. (laughs)
3: R.I.P. So okay, I'm going to tell you guys story we get into this now so we went to a party on saturday and brian and i accidentally got day drunk because we were we both were kind of socially awkward we kept being like well we fill our wine then go talk to another group of people then we'll drink more wine and so we, and then this whole party that had so much food to eat, like we didn't eat a goddamn thing. And then like by the God time said. we were like maybe we should eat something, everything was gone because there God were like a hundred people at this party. Oh my God, I can't um, you didn't step into that hamburger. It they, no, for Sunday. Like we we're just Damn like it. pulled away and we didn't eat. So when we left, we were like, ah, what's for dinner? We need to eat. Like, so not a nostalgic dumb shit. Uh, wine day drinky uh, brains. We were like, let's go to the Outback Steakhouse. The oh one on Glendale my bowl. God. I, which one. Uh, I am obsessed with this couple. The Burbank Outback Steakhouse at Young Empire Center, which we came to learn from our server is the busiest Outback in the country.
2: What? Well, well, well.
3: It wasn't that busy when we were there, but I think with the holiday weekend, they were like, no, this is like actually so, so slow. How did so you slow. land on Outback? I wanted ribs. And, like, I was like, I've had them in the past. I was like, let's just go split, like, some ribs and, like, I just want protein and we'll, like, get whatever. It'll be funny. It'll be funny, right? So we go... We sit down, and then the first thing we see is there's, there's fucking computer screens. There's touchscreen no. computer screens on our table. Oh. And every single table has one. And they're all
1: smeared with everyone's dirty fucking yeah, rib, yeah.
3: rib fingers, right. rib sauce. Right. I mean, they're stains. not known for that. Blooming onion fingers. Right, right correct. <laughs> So we go, and I see it, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I look, and you can order yes. everything off these I've screens. I've been to a place in Miami that does You us. can virtually have no human experience yep. while dining with your server. The robots are taking I over. talked to my two servers, because we sat in the bar area, who both told me that these little fucking machines... Completely mess with their – because it's a corporation and because when you work for a corporate entity, you as a server are like a performance, right? Right. So it fucks with their numbers because if people don't use this machine – and like order a certain number of things through it, or you, there's options to buy games. You can purchase games that you can play oh, while so you're you, out to eat. So you can talk Gross. less to the people you're out to Correct. eat. Correct. Yes. So it's like basically, if these people don't choose to interact with this machine instead of you, you are docked on a performance level as a server. What is what they were telling me? me.
1: A fucking break.
3: I'm ready to
2: board. As back. you'll
4: see, there's a robot in the middle of the table. Um, the robot is your friend. <laughs> so get warm up. If you have any questions about the robot, I'll be back. Please use the robot. Please use the robot. <laughs> It'll only take 45
2: minutes and it does a retina scan. Please put in your social security number Uh, and make sure to... It
3: just screws the kitchen up completely. I don't know what's going on even more because these weird orders are being put in by you. So I don't know you've already ordered. So when I come over to the table to ask you if you'd like an appetizer, you can give me a fucking death stare like... I fucking already did it on this machine. Like, that's how I feel. Also, when the robot screen
1: freezes, I'm the person you come to for a reboot. I do the on and off, and then it comes back to life. No, you may not ask me for anything. Ask the robot.
4: Technically, I do not work for the restaurant. I do work for the robot. Um, Please be nice to the robot. It is my overlord. (laughs) So there's other restaurants
3: that are big corporations. where I, I think Olive Garden does this, too. And it's it's a a separate company that, basically, like that Outback's like leasing these machines through. So it's like they pay to like put plop this in the restaurant, and then that's that. I wonder if they do this
1: at Red Lobster. They might. They might. I bet they do. And I would be that person who was just finger blasting that screen, hitting another basket of cheddar biscuits,
4: please. (laughs) Keep them coming.
1: Bam. Bam. I like to imagine you sitting
4: at the table, you and Brian sitting at the table looking around confused and just like touching the whole screen with your palm like it's not working. This is like in certain parts of the country
3: that like, you know, maybe this is like the fancy place to eat. And what's sad about it is that the servers, because it's, and it's not. Do you ship the robot or the server? Right. That's my question. Do you pay through the thing at the You can pay through the thing. The robot will take your money. To me, I suppose, because I'm used to like being, like having machines brought over to me in different levels. I guess if you can pay for it and you're in a hurry, that's one thing. But it, it, as a con, as a convenience only if needed. I no, I it like
2: that when they bring it over and you can they can run your credit card because it gives you the option of tips. And it usually starts at like 18, 20, mm. 25, which I think is really... Which is nice. And
3: then you just push a button and it's like,
2: bing, bing. But also it shows you like, don't be a dick and leave 15 or 10%. And also, and also don't pick the 18, you jerk
1: yeah, no, there, there, was, there was definitely like some some psychological. Anyway, uh, robots,
3: yeah. robots be tripping.
1: Robots be tripping. Well, robots be tripping. <laughs> yeah, guys,
4: F. Oh, we got we're our new catchphrase. Laughing now and then, you know, later we'll be punished by them. <laughs>
1: guys we have some server submitted stories and i think this one's a little too on point right now kyle you wanna you wanna read this one sure
2: at lou carlton about seven years ago i was 22 and working at an outback Heyo. a friend of mine and her badass hip and young mom came to visit and sit in my section me the young gay waiter who does the hostess sit with me a ten top of nuns right behind my friend and her mom. My fabulous gay ass started the table with salads, soups, and then of course their steaks. Upon dropping refills and refilling waters to the nuns, one um, of them asked where the salads are. I was talking to my friend and said, "Well, they better go check. I better go check on their salads." And here the head bitch in charge, the nun, decides to turn around and said. Maybe we need a new waiter instead. My friend's mom proceeded to turn around and said, Oh, fuck off. I'm sure they're coming, you old hag. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Nun hate. And then the nun took off her vestibules and she was um a dead zombie and oh she
3: wow, wow. Cool mom. Mom, who mom still likes to go to it really turned at the end it, it did turn that. at the
2: end it did it
1: did cool mom wasn't Whoa. having it but, you know, maybe maybe the nuns were being judgmental of his fabulous gay ass. Who knows? Religion. I always think they nuns are, are way are
2: cooler. Teachers. I just think, like, cunt begets cunt. Like, if you're going to say, like, maybe and say we need a
3: new waiter, then you deserve to be told to go fuck off. By a cool mom. At Kajibo says, In 1999, I was a server at an Al Capone-themed steakhouse <laughs> in Illinois. Into it. <laughs> we had to give ourselves gangster nicknames, then introduced to the... <laughs> <laughs> Then introduce ourselves to the tables using that name. My name was Sidecar because my job was to ride in a sidecar of a motorcycle and shoot rival gang members. Pow, pow. The chef had a cocaine problem. (laughs) (laughs) That could just be the whole story. The whole serviceman story. He screamed at us and made almost every waitress cry. We would stand over the charcoal grill sweating and chain smoking. (laughs) He threw his cigarette cigarette butts in the grill, and they would go up in flames under someone's thirty-dollar steak. That's your flavor. He used his tongs to scratch his ass and armpits (laughs) over his clothes.
4: (laughs) However, that that deterred us from
3: eating the family meal or butt steak (laughs) or chop steak. Oh, I'm sorry. However, that never deterred us from eating the family meal or butt steak or chop steak. Parking space was limited, so we had to park up the driveway behind the restaurant. The end of the night became a production of moving the cars so those who were cut first could leave first. It was a nightmare, yet was the catalyst for my 20-plus years in the service industry. (laughs) Keep up the good work. So P.S., this place was an uh, Al Capone's hideaway in St. Charles, Illinois, that was run by the mob during Prohibition. And Kay here says her favorite part was filling up her fedora with cash at the end of the night. <laughs> also, please tell Jocelyn to try to kick her coffee habit. I tried it today for the first time, and I think with some honey and coconut milk, it was passable, which you can't have.
2: Oh my god. One yes. day,
3: someday you can Monday. have the Is that a tequino. Thank you,
2: Kay.
4: Tip? Thank you. Oh my god. They're oh, looking goodness. out for us. What's tequino?
2: I don't know. I don't know but I we'll love
4: look it up. It. I'm buying it right now on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even spell it? Uh tequino. T- T- e.
3: E-C-C-I-N-O. Oh, like a Ticino. It's T-Cino. a
4: T-Cino. I still we it. We figured it out. Yay. It's like a cappuccino, but a Ticino. Yeah. Oh, Ticino. Yep. No, uh, so it's a brand. Well, there we go. You well, can yeah. get it at Thrive Market, so you know it's organic. There
1: we go. Yeah, guys, if you're trying to kick caffeine, can't have caffeine it's uh, at the moment.
3: Herbal
4: coffee. I feel like I'm working at a place chicory. that was
3: run by the mob and they murdered people, there's going to be fucking bad karma all around that restaurant, no matter what. And it's always going to be chaos, whether it's a themed Al Capone restaurant or a Ticino cafe.
1: Okay, I thought this was great. Somebody wrote in and she's like, her name's, uh, her handle's Rach Drinks Booze. I like that one. She's Solid. a uh, straightforward, straightforward. She is a mixologist and bartender. And uh, she was like, hey, we're slow as hell. It's Fourth of July weekend. She's like, have you guys thought about doing an episode about what y'all do to pass the time when it's super duper slow so, at so, so. work? So let's
4: discuss.
2: Um, Literally the worst.
1: Well, yeah. it's
4: what we're named on. It's what <sighs> we're named after. Yep. Side, side work, work.
2: Oh, yeah. side, side work. Oh, yeah. I love when they're like, hey, you
4: know what? This
2: is a great opportunity You're for you. are not going to make
4: any money. You're making for you $2 an hour. you to clean
2: the restaurant. Right. And now you can clean the restaurant for To lean,
3: you get time to clean.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, ha- let's wipe down the booths. Let's um, take a magic eraser mm. to the white walls. You can never let's touch with your menus. bare hands. First My, of all. That magic racers. is... Ugh,
1: well, okay. we'll get. Let's get into the nitty gritty of actual dumb. I have something that, oh, it's literally the craziest thing I used to have to do if and when it was slow. Uh, but let's talk about the nature of the restaurant when it's slow. Just the whole attitude of everyone working there
2: is just so deflated. <laughs> it's people standing around. You just stand. And then everybody... And then your managers come in and say, please look busy at least. Look
4: busy. Yeah, Stop scowling. You cannot stand in front of... Like, you can't lean or like... Nope. Most of the time you cannot sit. They do not uh, have chairs. Uh. They do not encourage sitting when no, you're a server at a restaurant. No, so and fucked And as we all know, like, I can be on my feet all day as
1: long as I am moving. Standing is its own special form of hell. Like who wants to just stand? No. And it it that's when your legs and everything really truly starts to hurt because you're also, yeah, not you, moving them.
4: You have the time to really process what the fuck you're doing with your life <laughs> and it is Usually not. it's glaring. glaring. It's not like the most optimistic type of situation.
1: No, it's, so like say you're walking into a restaurant uh, while it's slow, you're gonna see a wall of five waiters with real distant looks in their eyes because they're they're having a Jocelyn moment, going
4: mm-hmm. It's like but going to I the bunny it? ranch. You get here?
3: It's like little bunny ranch action, you ding dong, all the servers line up, you're like, I'll take I'll take I that, want one. that one. I'll take this one. <laughs> and then
2: <laughs> And then when that special person gets cut before you do, and you just have to know that like if there's a rush now you're the only one on the floor. Well, but that, there's not going to be, but like you're still kept around.
3: Right. But it's there's still like moments between that where there's a lull and then there's not. I will Oh, I'm I'm I was always avid, like, give me a project. I'm gonna I'm gonna clean out this whole like waiter station. Ugh. I'm gonna organize I'm gonna reorganize and alphabetize all the tea. Like, what? And then guess what? Everyone
1: comes in the next day and no one says thank you.
3: Yeah. No one appreciates what it's (laughs)
2: like to be young. Because now (sighs) I bet if somebody was like, I'll give you a project, you'd be like, go fuck yourself. Go Mm -hmm. fuck yourself. I'm trying to go home. Because the things that they ask you to do now is so, it's like, first of all, this is why they don't hire really great cleaning crews. There are cleaning crews in the California area that they only do the oh, like floor and stars? five inches yeah. above. So nothing above five inches <gasps> on any of the walls are done. So you have to clean the rafters. They'll have you, um, like, it's just stuff that's, uh, I'm just like, I'm not, yeah,
4: I'm not paid to do this. Like My dad, like 10 years ago, my dad lost his job. So my mom got a job at Starbucks mm-hmm. because they provide insurance. And she could not, still can't get over the amount of side work that they had to do every day, yeah. which included cleaning the bathroom really very thoroughly. Wow. They're cleaning the bathroom? Yes. yes that's yes.
1: wild the employee, to me. The fucking hold- Starbucks
4: employees have to clean like crazy. And it's, you know, Starbucks is where people go to like really let it loose. <laughs> it's like a
2: McDonald's, you know? It's like yes, a- it's like anybody can use that bathroom. Yes,
4: it is it's rough fucking stuff, now.
2: even in Illinois. My whole thought process is you ha- like this is why you hire a cleaning crew a and b if it's slow in a predominantly busy restaurant and we know we're not going to make much money anyways can you give us a goddamn break
4: you're just exactly. rubbing it in with the See, the side work th- that to me i i think it's Can really you let wrong? us
2: bond at least Or like have a little fun for once. And I'm in total fucking agreement with this because it's like you don't – you're
1: not getting an hourly the way if someone else at a desk job. Like if it's not a super busy day, you just – it doesn't matter. You go home with your normal $15 an hour, whatever, and it's insult to injury. Like not only did you not get tables all night, they're like going to make you fucking be a janitor top to bottom. Like I don't agree with it. No.
2: And I understand it's like you don't want it to look from the outside like it's just a ruckus. But also, like, have a little faith in your employees that they're not all assholes. Absolutely. That's my thing. Is I, got, <laughs> I would get so testy because I'm just like, no, I want to stand for 20 minutes and just relax. Totally. Can I just have that? No, you want me to buff out this fucking crayon mark because you decided to give children crayons at your white restaurant you Piece of shit. Right. Like, how about be proactive and give them crayons and a buffer and the parents can <laughs> fix it before they go? Yes, yes, yes. Because I've had to clean up their Cheerios for four hours. Do you think you could maybe at least give me a little leeway? It's just. Well, what um, is it? And they create yeah. projects. Because Man- managers also feel, well, the they feel the
1: pressure, heat to keep morale. from. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then they're like, maybe we should um, get little toothbrushes and do the grout. In- Come on. Scientology. Oh yeah,
4: right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think I just work, that. Work, now. work,
2: work,
0: work, work,
1: work, work. Scrub, a tugboat, free of barnacles. <laughs> yeah. You
4: joined the That's Sea
1: Force. That's or sister. Is the two it's two a billionaire contract. You definitely Let's didn't fuck one up one your life. One of those
4: guys on the podcast—they probably have some really funny uh, real fun, stories. Real, real fun side work <laughs> stories. They took my baby away from me. They'll never stop time, serving.
2: Yeah. This one time, I had a whole family, and now they're gone. <laughs> Uh-huh. I but I chose to, to do uh, that.
3: This one time I got like, I got locked in a hole. I think that's what you might want to call God. It. Uh, Me
2: too. Me too.
1: I love yeah, that hole. there. We just
3: weren't allowed to look at each other. That's yeah, right.
1: Hey, listen, I want to check in real quick before I do your podcast. Are most of your listeners suppressives? Because I can't have that.
3: I'm Bro, not Kusa's allowed. Who's this outside your window with this film crew? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Jocelyn and I were talking about you suit up for an audition, and it's like this energy, and you're like, makeup, hair, showtime, you know? And it's, and it's like, for 30 seconds. Yeah, it's for 30 Ba-ba-da. seconds. And so you you get the whole pre-shift anxiety where you're like, here we go, big Saturday night or something like that. And you do show up hoping and thinking you're going to make money, and then that momentum is just zapped. And it's it's just a strange, it's a really strange you even sensation. You like you like shuffle your
2: feet and walk
3: <laughs> slow like a fucking kid who like, doesn't want to do anything. And you, like, can't,
2: you can't like work on anything, you know what I mean? Like so I would try and like pull out a little like stuff. notebook and at least try and write like in a corner somewhere and you always get like, what are you doing? It's like nothing. So can I do this? I'm constantly challenging authority being like, fire me. Do it. Put me out of my misery. About this, though, you're standing around completely demoralized, and then one table
1: comes in, and then everyone's like, Do you want them? I yep. don't want them. And then you don't want to wait on anybody
2: because you're already in that mode where it's like, I don't like, want to be here. this. I'd rather yeah. have no money. Yeah. Than serve these then, people. Then somebody, the, oh, oh, it, <laughs> then like that $15 are going to leave you. Yep. That you're going to have to then turn in because now everybody wants to do taxable tips. And then they're taxed, and then you have to split them into the pool. So now you've reaped thirty six cents,
3: pretty and then, much. And then you end up like getting a half off meal to take home. So you owe that. I'm at the so end of the jaded.
2: Still, <laughs> so I'm never gonna
1: reaped. Oh my god! But so, w- would you guys be the person who fully phones it in and does everything in their power to get cut first, or yes. are you more the person? Oh no! Who's no like I can't
4: everyone, be go there. home. Yeah, I got to get the fuck out. I, I will do. Be
2: there. I will fake sickness. At that point, whatever it takes, well, I'll do. I'll claim my period. I don't care. I don't care. Women have to have a one-up on something. Exactly. I, I was like, "What is pong. your dick hurt?" Come so
3: on. I think. I think sometimes it'd be like a little like the hive mind. Like, who wants to stay? Who wants to go? You know. Always a tricky thing to utter out
1: loud. But you don't want to be like me. But half the time, I'd be like me.
4: We'd we'd physically draw straws before we knew they killed turtles. <laughs> uh, we would. We would. Physically draw straws (laughs) to figure it out in New York at Spring Street. But, like, part of serving, it's, like, kind of a stand-up. It's, like, there's so many elements. You don't know what you're going to encounter when you're a performer you're like, what will the crowd be? You know, mm. what will the room look like? Like all these dynamics. It's kind of like the serving. You're always trying to figure out, like, is it going to be busy tonight? Is that going to be a good shift? Well, there's a game. Like, and you'll justify everything. It'll be like, well, there was a game three weeks ago, so people are still leaving the stadium, so they might <laughs> swing by. Um, there is construction on that one corner, 70 miles away, that might be affecting us too. The, the Oscars are tomorrow. Right. The Oscars. The Oscars <laughs> are last year. And. Um, uh, you know, they did read that Oscars result wrong once. So maybe that m- made more people. Will co- I mean, you're just yeah. like oh my God. When constantly I worked, trying to figure it out. It's a, the ultimate mystery.
3: When I worked in Omaha, so Nebraska football, Huskers football, like rules the school during the fall and the winter months. No way. It's all they've got. It's There's no pro sports teams. It's like Nebraska football is like you fucking eat. And breathe and shit it. Um, so on Saturdays, it would really determine whether or not you'd have a busy Saturday night because if the Huskers lost, more than likely people were killing. People didn't come out. (laughs) (laughs) And and if they won, hooray, you probably get a pop in your section. But it's it's hilarious that like an entire state's like service industries, depending on whether or not one, at least this team wins or not, oh, oh, they're gonna to make Fox money. Fuck sports. Too. I've been to
4: Packers games. That's real.
1: Yeah, it's real. We're like, and when they lose, their wife's like, "Honey,
4: would some potato skins make you feel better?" I don't want them. I don't want them. Do. I've had a lifetime of repressed emotion that I'm pouring into a professional sport. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm fucking mad. You drive. My I, life didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but I'm going to blame Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I can't do it myself.
2: <laughs> but but if I support a team, it means maybe it I means, can.
3: It means I won. I won the I game. Won
2: this. I'm a look, champion. Look at my shirt. Uh, coming
3: off all this, let's please congratulate the women's soccer team of as yes, you as they are.
1: I can get behind that. Don't pay Goal. them equally, pay them yes, more.
3: are amazing. Go! So say if
1: you were like, screw this, I'm not going to clean, were there games y'all would play?
3: Yeah. Yeah? Okay, go so for it. So there was this, for one, one or two summers, we would put shitty movies on TNT or TBS or AMC, like old action movies, like Action Jackson was one of the ones, and we put on closed caption, and we'd all take turns and play different characters, and we'd have to read that character's lines out loud oh, and, like, play fun. the characters. That was an incredible game to play. It's fun. The best part was at the end when like the theme song for the movie would come on and we would like make up our own tune to like and we'd sing the song. <laughs> that was also very very fun. Far more creative than a
1: than uh the average uh yeah. You guys anything no,
3: I was no, always no too games. angry. Oh no! Yeah. but like even inside jokes or running jokes with like your 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 no no
2: because I had sex with all of my coworkers Oops. so it was oh you know. was the inside joke was that they put joke th- their was, penis I've in seen your, your penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow,
4: when things get slow, and now get, you
2: disgust me, <laughs> and now it's not, I'm
4: gonna see his
2: penis. But also
4: now you can't
2: tell me what to do. <laughs>
4: When things get slow, they get fast for Kyle. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? It's the old, it's the old wink we and old, nod.
2: Old, fast hands. Listen, hand that, Kyle. that bathroom's not going to get dirty itself, my uh, friend. The reason
3: why she forgot your refill on that Coke is because she was busy uh, handling a peen in the back.
4: Getting a refill in her vag. <laughs> hey, oh! They call it a meat lager for a reason. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> Might be cool inside, but it's hot in
3: there. Oh, boy. She
1: thought out some of the meats to an unsafe
3: serving temperature <laughs> with her fans and mouth and inside parts.
2: Somebody left the walk open.
3: <laughs>
2: the walk-in her pants. Yep,
3: yep. I just um, want to
2: note, though, I don't sleep with my um, coworkers anymore. Of course cause not. Because I'm too no. angry yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's and if there's one thing you know about sexy. me I
3: don't like to fuck when no. I'm mad
1: so Rach drinks booze also sent in some games that they play when they're slow this is really funny to me um, she's like we used to play a game where we would put a spoon in the little loop on the back of someone's button down she sent a picture like you know that weird oh, little oh that's funny oh. that little tag Yep, for- exactly She's like, there's the loop. She sent a picture. Um, and uh, we'd see how long they'd walk around with it. And when you discovered it on you, then it was your turn to try and put the spoon on somebody else. That's fun. Hours of entertainment. Uh, so she said, that's all we That's all we got, people. Uh, she's also said, when I worked in a nicer steakhouse, it was a paperclip on their apron since That was more discreet. Mm. You know, we don't paper want to offend the fancies. Uh, and then here's... This is a weird thing where I never had to do this, but she said when I worked at a seafood place, we used to have to wear a pepper grinder in a holster. Hot. You seen that? Hot. I'm, I know it. I, ta- I mean,
3: I see it in my head right now.
1: She's like, so it was round and is heavy. Is that in an
3: open carry an restaurant? Open <laughs> carry pe- non-consensual <laughs> pepper. Open season. It's open season. Oh, that's thank you right. for uh, hello. You get it? Like for flavor. See- mm. It was
1: really? round and heavy, and we used to try to sneak someone's pepper grinder out of their holster and replace it with a bottle of hot sauce. That sounds like something I do. No, that's all fun. night, not that is fun.
3: some real sleuthy, sneaky shit. You really have to be a pickpockety. Mm-hmm.
2: That's like Rihanna in Ocean's 8. Mm. Hell yeah. Um, but then she said that they
1: also, uh, at the bar, have a white trash bingo because it's a little bit of a fancier, bougier place. And then when you get the unindoctrinated drinker who comes in, they have bingo that they play based on the dipshit stuff. Aw, uh, so just go. It's pretty stop. funny. It's pretty funny. They like. I'm going to post the board she has, but here's, here's a... a When someone comes in, can you change the TV channel? And then you put a chip down (laughs) on the bingo board. This is amazing. All right. How about this? Can I have a cherry to eat? Uh, uh, I'm always like, can I have an olive? They're like, stop touching
4: the I stuff. I don't ask. I just take. I just take when they're not looking.
1: Well, but yeah. now the garnishes at those places are so fancy, and you're like, it took this guy forty True. minutes to burn these
3: lemon peels. Like, so I don't take that shit. Well, no, there's definitely reading. like, there's like four tumblers full of herbs in front of the olives now, so right. it's harder it's to reach more over. More
4: of a more of an obstacle course. But
3: you know what? I like that I live in this day where I can have fresh herbs in my cocktails. She also said
1: this, too, because it's like a fancy, it's a fancy bar when someone sits down. Can you make that without sugar? Well, I don't think you should be drinking alcohol (laughs) and sugar. All right. Well, guys, I think it's time to introduce to the podcast our guest joining us here in the den, Drennan Davis. Hey. Hey. Hello,
0: Drennan
3: Davis. Welcome to the pod den. Why,
0: thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're gonna have fun. I we, can tell
1: you. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, we are gonna have fun. Um, so, as you know, we speak server lingo on yeah. this podcast and
0: dishes, <laughs> food. Uh huh.
1: 86, that's
0: yep,
2: it. You're yep. fucking out of here. <laughs> get out of here.
3: <laughs> 86, let's guess. this guest. guy's already telling us what to do on our own podcast. <laughs> no, he's not. Is Wait, it? did you lie about waiting tables to get on this podcast? Wait,
0: no, no. That was my um, second job was um, being a waiter at Cobb's Comedy Club in San <gasps> oh, Francisco. Yes,
1: indeed. Wait, yeah. so that was your foot in the door?
0: That was my first. Yes, that was my first service job.
1: By the way, yeah. for people who uh, don't see live comedy or maybe have not been to San Francisco, that is a great club. Still it's a great club, active, really a great place to go see. And
0: so when I was a waiter there, it was at a different place. It was much smaller. Now it's like a five hundred seater. It's like it's in an old rock club now. It? Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's a different thing. But um, oh, hi Hank. Um,
3: and all they serve is Cobb
0: salads. Um, that would be amazing if that Cops, was Cobb's Cobb. Yeah. Yeah. We do comedy and Cobb salads.
3: <laughs> what we're known for. The whole place smells like eggs and bacon yeah. all day.
0: Um, and 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 farts. And farts. Yeah. That was your I was cue. Gonna, I was, gonna... that was your cue. I
1: know. Hold on.
3: <laughs> all right. We also have like a uh, whole sound engineer sitting over here that can
0: add to the fun later. Oh, nice.
3: We're going to do a video of this to drop on the Instagram
1: later.
0: Um, But yeah, Cobbs used to be like a small uh, comedy club. And um, it was the first place I ever went to go see comedy. And Mm -hmm. and that night it was like a three hour showcase and Robin Williams showed up. And I was like, just so in love with that man at the time. So I was like, I want to work here. And I got a job that night and um, found out very quickly that I'm not a good waiter. (laughs) Yeah. but I got good at comedy and I feel like every service job I got into was because of comedy Mm -hmm. for the most part. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were, I was, you
1: had ulterior motives while you were dropping people's.
0: It was my college for sure. I was like, (laughs) I was not a great waiter. I was always just watching the comedians. Um, and I couldn't even serve alcohol yet. So like, so the waitresses, like, all were just making fun of me. Like, I was the rookie. They were always pinching my ass and shit like that <laughs> trying to get me to drop things. But I couldn't even serve alcohol at that point. Like, right. So I was what, only the food guy. Ah, uh, you were a food runner. Yeah, I was the food runner. Um, and somehow I wasn't even good at that.
3: I really like all of this tell you're waving, like, cutting teeth. Like, I just want to get into comedy. How do I start? Well, start running food, kid. Busting tables. Yeah. yeah. I have always been, and I haven't been to Cobb, so I don't know... How great this place is as far as when it comes To food and service like is it just Like you're kind of zany's or is it Basically, upper no, class? It's, where it's like you're getting baskets of fried things and like well, overpriced thing, two drink minimum cocktails. Well, yes. cocktails named after comedians is, well, is a must.
0: The, you know. Cobb's didn't do that. They didn't okay. like serve ha ha hot dogs or anything I like know. that. No, hey, but I do know other ones. But why
1: been. the fuck not?
0: Um, no, Cobb's was like they were trying to at the time. They were also they had their own restaurant, so you could like book dinner in the restaurant part and then go see the show. And it was a Cajun-themed restaurant. Okay. It was the only Cajun restaurant in San Francisco, I think. And it was pretty decent for Everybody, a comedy like, club restaurant.
1: Wait, do we agree, though, that, like, basically every cocktail named after a comedian should just
3: be the Boozler the, uh, well, the there's Elaine Boozler. No, I know. The yeah, Elaine Boozler. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like every cocktail is just, just called the Boozler. Do, do you want a boosler vodka Boozler number boosler? one? <laughs> Boozler number two? <laughs> Boozler number three? You pick which Boozler's your poison. I'm also Listen, we're not the comedians here. We just run the rest of it. Then I steal the Ha, ha hot dog because I think I want to open up a really delicious hot dog stand that's also a comedy venue.
0: That'd be cool. I, um, you, that that one is from uh, Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale. Yes, another um, place. Ha ha, hot dog. Wait, how many
3: comedy place bars venues did you work at?
0: Oh, I didn't work at that one. I just would do comedy there. Gotcha. I guess I was, it was just comedy work. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm like worried about giving too many names away and getting in trouble. It's like, I'm not going to get in you trouble. Know, who
1: are you going to get in trouble with? But if there's something like, uh, you can you can disclose as much information as you want, but all you've said so far is, ha ha hot dogs. I don't <laughs> think that's an indictable <laughs> offense. That's,
0: that's very I true. I
1: don't think you're going to get, you know, charged with And I don't libel. even think
0: Roosters probably serves ha ha hot dogs anymore. <laughs> I think they learned better.
1: Maybe they're a little more up to date. Yeah. A, ch- a chuckle chakooterate let's talk about cobs
2: okay
4: uh
1: so did your tables it must be a really different feeling because the tables aren't super focused probably on you as the server not
0: at all because they're
1: watching the show
0: yeah so i'm just whispering the whole time um (laughs)
1: whisper waiting oh
0: because if i made too much noise they would i was a dork of a kid like i like everyone else was so cool and it was very incestuous they're all dating each other Of course. and they were just like constantly trying to like get me to do drugs or like (laughs) come home with them just like all kinds of funny things but i was like just so involved with like i just want to watch the stand-up and i was just a big old nerd about it um and i wore hawaiian shirts all the time oh i didn't have to (laughs) i chose to wear hawaiian shirts and so if i talked too loud they would immediately go into their best magnum pi joke (laughs) and i got so tired of it so i was like super whispery about every order that's yeah.
1: interesting. I know. I, I I do feel like on the plus side, like as a server in a club setting, it's like your service. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like you're mm-hmm. kind of held captive. Yeah. They they slap that gratuity on there no matter what. Oh yeah. You know, you For get, sure. You know it's not up to them. So you you basically are quietly just dropping their shit off. Yeah. And you, you're not like you're not supposed to interact with them because you interrupt the
3: show. And right. you have to drop their ticket like before the show's over. Correct. Oh.
0: So it's like a lot of hustling. Like and you know people get mad if the. There's always some person that has a discrepancy with this, like getting, like having to tip. Like that's the thing is, like a lot of comedy clubs, if you don't have that, they just won't tip. Yeah, because they know they can get away with it.
1: It's it's a really weird thing, but I absolutely agree that you have to like protect the servers in that
3: environment and put that auto grat on there. And there were probably two two shows a night, two to three.
0: Yeah, usually two, like on the weekends, two, and then the weekdays, one. Yeah.
3: So when there were two shows, it was like... Was there a a big difference between the first uh, wave and the second wave?
0: Oh, yeah. The second show was drunk and usually, like, a lot younger. So, um, yeah, it just typically bigger assholes you know for the most part
1: yeah so like like not everybody worse for the comedian worse for the waitstaff yes know.
0: oh yes and then you know every once in a while i never had to work when Chappelle would show up but Chappelle, for a while was doing those like six hour shows oh, god and it felt so bad for the waitstaff that's like because a lot of them had like other jobs too you know right. so like they have to wake up in the morning but they have to stay there for like six hours and like you know, it was a treat for me to watch. But for most of the wait staff, I'm like, oh, this is my stuff.
1: If I were waiting in that situation, I'd be like, fuck this shit. Jump yeah. Drop like everyone pay. We're out of here. How long would those shows go till?
0: Well... Um, if there was like a late show, it, yeah, I it would get out at like four in the morning. Jesus. That's not okay. Yeah. So you have
3: to like cut everybody off at a certain time too. Like no more booze is allowed to be sold.
0: That's true. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So it was just people there just because they love Chappelle. Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, like half of the audience would have left by like two, you know, four hours is usually good enough for most people of, of one comedian, but there was definitely a lot of diehards that would just... Stay and watch them.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about your bartending experience.
0: Yeah. So I got into that from running a show in Palo Alto called The R***, which was like this like little um, uh, English pub, um, real, real terrible little English pub, um, <laughs> just beer and wine. Um, and then I had to cook like fish and chips and stuff like that, too. Wait, so it was like there. everything. <laughs> So I had to do it all. I was the day bartender. And
3: the fry cook?
0: And the fry cook. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I started a comedy show there, and then I found that they needed a, a bartender for the day shift and a bouncer at night. Um, yeah, <laughs> so two more jobs you're like, really you're, bad you're, you're, you're like,
1: hold on, hold on. Let me check your ID. I'll be back to check your ID. Oh, I, I got I got some fish that I just dropped in the oil. Hold on. Hold on. Damn. I was
0: the worst bouncer. Like, first of all, I don't look like a bouncer at no, all. No, you don't. And I would just sit on a stool and read a book.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know so many bouncers. Though. That's all I do. They're like, yeah, go in. Whatever. Yeah. Especially if it's like a non-threatening type place. Unless, you, I guess, yeah, and it you wasn't. have to spring into action every once in a while. Yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, it was really close to Stanford, so... But Stanford kids aren't really trying to sneak into bars. Did you rap to
3: kick like Tom Waits out of the bar? Is that, did you ever any Tom Waits? Tom Waits,
0: ex- Waits was, he lives in Palo Alto. He does? Yeah. No, I, um, the guy that I'd always run into was the singer of Ugly Kid Joe. <laughs> and he was, he had, he loved his boobs, and and gambling. But
3: he hated everything about you.
0: Oh, he loved me. Like, he'd go to my shows and he'd try to give me like, Tips and stuff. So, like, I had a song. <laughs> this one time I was doing the song about um, white people, and I like it, it ended with like white devil or something, and he's like, I think you should change that to pale demon. <laughs> like, that's hey, the most demon. the most ugly Kid Joe note ever.
3: And then one day he brought you a gift and it was the blow up doll from the, the black and white video of I Hate Everything oh, About Wow. It,
0: right? You really remember this. I,
3: well, yeah, I remember that yeah. song. Who doesn't remember that song? Yeah,
0: totally. Um, I'm
3: 40. <laughs> like, do the math.
0: Yeah. Oh. Rock stars. They, they Like I've met a few, like I met Metallica there too and like, um, They're always like, "I can never do what you do." (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Didn't the the Ugly Kid Joe guy like he mooned the Queen? Uh, He mooned the Queen.
3: That's pretty rude. There is pretty rude. There's always this flip flop where like musicians want to be comics and comics want to be musicians you're both you're both a comic and a musician yeah Yeah.
1: and
0: then and then
1: uh and then servers want to be comedians and servers want to be
0: musicians Mm -hmm.
1: servers want to be anything other than a server
0: so true (laughs)
1: usually
3: except for the lifers and good for them yeah yeah.
0: i've really met some like kind of zen people in the the restaurant industry that just like they've it's like a full-time thing but they're like
3: They're just meditating the rest of the time.
0: (laughs) But they also like deal with the stress of it and like in a way that I was just amazed by. I was like, how are you doing this?
1: Exactly. Well, they they probably had to make a change at some point in the way they were handling their schedule, their stress, all that stuff. Because like we had an episode one back where it's like if you can get on top of it, it's a beautiful industry to be in because you can have the schedule you want. Yeah. If you maximize money in the least hours, like you're good to go, my friend. So yeah, the people who get on top of it, of it and figure out how to be healthy and productive like they're i would say we're pro-lifers yay
0: i started bartending there and and uh occasional bouncer um uh, when, Pete,
1: when a fight would break out would you be like hey maybe don't do that
0: there was no fighting okay, it was good. like it was just beer and wine so that kind of kept the fighting to a, a minimum um,
1: safe
0: yeah it's very safe and i yeah very easy bartending job and it was day so I was like just dealing with the, like the day drunks yes. you know just the people who had like serious problems and would <laughs> <laughs> and just be cranky all the time like trying to tell me their worst jokes there was one dude that would always like if I didn't pay attention immediately he'd just be like sure wish I could get a drink in here <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of a guy who thinks that that's going to get him things quicker. Like,
1: <laughs> By sure the-
0: wish I could get a girlfriend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> While he's sitting next to a group of girls.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. But it, for the most part, it was, you know, it was Palo Alto. So it wasn't that crazy. We, we'd get like, a there was like a, um, um, a, a, a mental institution that it, um, closed. And so there's a bunch of like kind of, crazy people that would wander around and we were supposed to like shoo them away every once in a while but I never really did that so you're I'm like let's see what happens well also it's just like I didn't want to be an asshole of I'm course
1: like, not well like, that's, that's that's not their fault and it's not yours like it's yeah. it's a total failing of the government and that yeah, happened in that Chicago job. yeah Always, And you, but you did have to develop a special skill set. Like if someone yeah. was having an on enough day, cause there's this guy, Michael, who used to storm in and out of my coffee shop. And some days Michael was okay. He could get it together enough to slam down some change, get a coffee. He was, you know, you, you treat him like a customer, even though yeah. he made everyone else really nervous. I was just like, Hey, it's cool. Like I know Michael, but then Michael would have rough. Days, yeah, and he would be outside pacing, banging on the windows, screaming. And you're a little bit like, now I have to ask Michael to to get on the bus, and yeah. you know, go,
0: yeah, that's that's go rough. home
1: or whatever. But but I agree. I mean, it's it's tough. It's not their fault. And right, we had another guest who's like, if they're putting money in the register, who fucking cares? Right.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of how I, I I viewed it. And also, they were you know nice enough. They just had problems. But some of the bartenders were like they're their tact was the worst.
1: Oh, I'm sure there
0: was one little guy. He ended up buying the bar and then firing me immediately. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You
1: didn't um, get get grandfathered in. We're like, it comes with a
0: It's like he, he had like, well, he was a bartender there and he just decided he wanted to buy the bar. And um, he was a little Napoleon complex guy, but his way of dealing with um, these guys that would come in, it was it was like he was like shooing away like a, a stray dog or something. He's like, "Go get!" No, it. <laughs> it, <was, laughs> it was very weird.
1: So, anyways, you had a, you had a bar full of <laughs> crazies. No, yeah, kidding, I
0: mean, case. it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. Um,
1: but so you were doing a daytime show.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, no, it was a, it was oh, a nighttime show. Oh, okay. I was a daytime bartender.
1: Got it. Yeah. And then you would stay to perform. Yeah. And did you have to perform any restaurant duties?
0: At the While show, you no, I mean, I would help out, like mm-hmm. just you know, collect glasses and stuff like that, but no, nothing too crazy. Um, I'm trying to think of like, well,
1: well, so just beer and wine. This was yeah, count. okay, it was
0: pretty it. easy and fish and chips and fish and chips. And then, um, the other bartender we ended up starting to date, so that was really weird. Just like watching the person I was dating getting hit on all night, <laughs> <laughs> I think it really like. Taught me how to not be jealous very quickly.
1: Uh, Because you don't have much of a choice. Also, you're at work. So what are you going to do? And they didn't
0: know we were dating. So Mm -hmm. we had to keep that under wraps. Um, Yeah. So there was like a lot of making out in the kitchen and then going back out and watching her get hit on. (laughs) It was such a strange existence. (laughs) So I ended up starting another comedy show very close by, like kind of almost across the street in Palo Alto. I
1: like how you refuse to work in food unless there is comedy involved.
0: <laughs> Somehow it just kind of ended up that way. I'd start doing comedy and they're like, oh, do you want shifts? And I'm like, yeah, this is so convenient. Um, so I said yes to this. And before I even took any sh- like shifts... Um, the this he was this uh kind of crazy kind of remind me of like a low-level mobster kind of guy like i don't know where he's from some some kind of like either eastern european or persian it was really hard to figure out where the hell he was from but he was uh just a real prick and everybody hated him somebody like owner
1: owner or manager Owner Yep okay Yep that fits uh, That sounds like an owner A lot of
0: cocaine like Yep like, there we go Ding ding Yeah Um. And he wanted me to do a comedy show Because the other one was working so well And I was like okay He asked me to do a couple of shifts And then he called me And started yelling at me Before I got there Because somebody busted in All of the windows in his bar <laughs> So he decided to take it out and the, and the new guy
1: Who hadn't even had a shift yet?
0: Yeah and so I was on the phone I was like you know what Fuck this I don't need this shit And I like hung up Drove back home like I was on my way to the place. Oh, and um, so the next day he calls back and he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Drennan. I'm so sorry. Come in, let's let's talk." And I'm like, "All right, fine." So I go in and I go to to the back, like past the kitchen, into his office. He's like, "Have a seat," and like he immediately just goes for the jugular and starts like trying to choke me. (gasps) Yeah, yeah, totally. And he's like, "You motherfucker! If you ever disrespect me like that again," and I was like, Whoa, what the fuck are you doing? He
1: catfished you in?
0: He catfished me in. Yeah. Yeah, I was By assaulted.
1: someone that you hadn't even done one shift for <laughs> right. yet.
0: I had done a couple of comedy shows for him. Um, and uh, yeah, that was the end of that. So like, I had to like file a police report because um, all the, the, the bartenders, they were like, what? That's fucked up. That's so crazy. You got to, you know... <laughs> called the police and I was like, all right. Still haven't
3: worked one full shift at this place. Yeah,
0: I still have not worked a shift. And um, so I had to call the police and the police was like, oh, yeah, we've heard about this guy. Uh, We've been trying to trap him for a while. And they
3: made you wear a wire?
0: uh, (laughs) No, we called him. We called him, so they were recording the whole thing, and he was, you know, like a, a, a silent listener. And um, we were trying to get him to admit to it on the phone, but he had been through this before, so he, like, knew exactly oh. what we were doing.
3: Fucking crazy. I
0: feel like club owners and restaurant owners are just some of the worst people. Maniacs in the world. truly
3: yeah. are. And you do have to have, have maniac personality traits to be able to run this like type of situation, but it doesn't mean you have to be a terrible fucking person at the same time.
0: Yeah. And they're not all bad. Some of them are amazing and they've like, you know, they probably worked in the industry like 20 years before they like really mm -hmm. did it. And those are always the good ones. I feel like
1: those are the good ones. Right. Cause it's like the job's hard enough. That's what we always say. This job is hard enough. And then I had like an owner at this one place, his name was Mustafa. He threw a fucking fork at my face, What? you know, and you're just like, uh, and it was like ding and then like bounced off and in front of all the staff and you're sitting here like, what the fuck do I even do right now? Like no one's, everyone's afraid that they're going to have something thrown at them now too. So everyone just stands there and takes it. And you're like, cool. I guess that just happened. Yeah. Um, uh, let me go wait on my tables and try not to cry. Yes. Like there's fucking just, monsters. Well,
0: it's like the, all the stress they have, like, they just feed off of each other, you know, until it gets to this crazy place you know and then you add cocaine to the mix and, oh, yeah. and alcohol
1: if, and so if anyone's ever wondering why I don't do cocaine and never have it's because I've just seen nothing but monster behavior
0: yeah Ugh. so here's a hot tip uh, Brooke and I were walking down the street and this guy says hey do you like hot peppers and I'm like yeah and he's like well you should try these they're 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 really they, I think he said they were good right he
1: said they're real tasty
0: yeah they're real tasty and they were like the size of like a, a grape They weren't
1: even. They were the size of a pea.
0: Yeah, they were the size of a pea. Um, When some strange man offers you hot peppers from a tree, uh, don't put them in your pee hole. (laughs) (laughs) Live and learn, Drennan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's all I got.
1: Here's a tip. Uh, I just found out. This is something I was definitely not knowing. So here in Los Angeles... Lots of uh, clippings from like succulents, or you can just snap something off someone's overgrown bush, and you can pl-
2: what? <laughs> okay, so you're. Hey man, you're, whatever, I'm free. You're a plantalist now. I'm. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a uh, yes. <laughs> or a plant- you can get
4: waxed.
1: Go yeah, ahead. I, hello, I know what you're saying. Just snap some off off the bush. Um, no, no, no. Like, uh, so I I met a neighbor on the other side, and he was basically just chopping down all of his over overgrown jade. Like, and jade is beautiful. It's really hardy. And I said, can I have this? He's like, absolutely. Loaded up my trunk with all this jade, which is amazing. It costs kind of a lot to go buy it. Uh, so instead of just jamming it in the ground, which is what Brooke Van Poplin does to plant it, uh, I learned that you have to let it root, like to put it in some water for a few days, and then the roots will start. It grow yeah. some little leggies, and then you put those leggies in the dirt. Yes. I used to just be like,
3: grow! Grow, damn you! Some of them can. They can. Some of them are so hard. Finally, Brooke's been jaded and not by the service industry.
1: Zing. All right. right, But that was... the end of this podcast forever. We did it! We did it. All right. Well, everyone, (laughs) you know... The the perfect full circle remark. (laughs) The perfect button. Uh, Well, what do we say now at the end of an episode? Everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, Please subscribe, rate, and review. And uh, Godspeed and good chips!